0: Soaring prices of goods. Currency shortage. Deepening fuel crisis. Long power cuts. (laughs) Sri Lanka is facing one of its worst economic crises in recent decades. It has led to massive protests across the country, including a violent one outside President Gotabaya Rajapaksa's house. Protesters are blaming the Rajapaksa regime for wreaking havoc on the Sri Lankan economy over the past several months and demanding his resignation.
1: of Sri Lanka as citizens have taken to the streets to voice their dissent against what is happening in
2: Sri Lanka right now.
1: They are voicing their anger and frustration towards the government which is led by President Gotabaya Rajapaksa for leading this country into its worst possible economic crisis right now.
0: In the last month alone, prices of food items have shot up by as much as 25% in the island nation. There is a severe shortage of essentials.
1: I've been standing here for the past five hours. I haven't eaten anything since morning. I'm feeling dizzy. It's very hot.
3: People are dying waiting in queues for petrol, for gas, for kerosene. Three people fainted in this very queue.
2: We are standing
1: here on the streets begging while our children have been left alone at home like orphans.
0: Skyrocketing inflation and a weakened currency have propelled the country into an unprecedented economic meltdown.
2: It's a breakdown of the economy, a mishandling of the economy. We knew from about two years back that the country will run into trouble unless you go to the IMF. The impact of uh tax cuts which uh in uh, which again reduced revenue then the pandemic itself it further reduced revenue affected the balance of payments it required us to go to the imf in 2021 to have a to obtain extended fund facility we did not do that and they have a homegrown reports as a result the government's uh debt grew The revenue reduced. Central bank decided to do just float the rupee, and the consequence of it has been the demand is growing, and the rupee is now somewhere at about 300 rupees a dollar, 350. It will certainly go up to 400.
0: In Sri Lanka, the overall rate of inflation for February 2022, as measured by National Consumer Price Index, stood at 17.5%, the highest since 2015. By March, food inflation had jumped over 25%. In just two years, Sri Lanka's foreign exchange reserves have depleted by 70% and we're down to a measly 2.31 billion dollars as of February 2022. How did the country reach this point? A country which was recognized as Lonely Planet's number one travel destination in October 2019 is now on the brink of collapse. Who is responsible? Experts have blamed a huge foreign debt as one of the primary reasons for the economic meltdown. In fact, Sri Lanka owes over 5 billion dollars in debt to China alone. But it's not the only reason. In April 2019, a planned suicide bombing by nine Sri Lankan Muslim terrorists was carried out on Easter Sunday. A series of bombs ripped through churches and luxury hotels in the heart of the capital, Colombo. 260 people, including 42 foreigners, were killed. Hundreds were injured. The attacks also sucked the life out of Sri Lanka's tourism sector. Tourism accounts for about 10% of Sri Lanka's gross domestic product, with India, Britain and China being the main markets. It is the third largest source of foreign exchange for the country. In the weeks that followed the Easter bombings, tourist arrivals dropped by up to 70%. Just as the situation started improving in 2020, the COVID-19 pandemic struck. Once again, tourism was hit hard. From an all-time record of half a billion dollars in tourism revenue in 2018, it fell to a record low of half a million dollars in December of 2020. Millions lost their jobs.
3: The COVID-19 pandemic uh, the government completely mismanaged the pandemic, but thereby uh, we had to go into lockdowns and extended lockdowns and extended periods of shutdown uh, in the country, which uh, severely hampered our economy. And going further into the crisis, uh, the fiscal policy that the government adopted, such as giving uh, large, very generous tax cuts to corporates, uh, for an instance, uh, a corporate uh, that uh, earns above uh, 300 million is, is only ca- uh, charged VAT. However, before this government came into power, any, uh, or any business that uh, had a revenue of more than 12 million uh, had to pay VAT. So they gave large amounts of uh, tax holidays and large um, tax cuts to large corporates. Also, the government made changes to income tax uh, by giving, uh, you know, our income tax levels are far more lenient than even developed countries like Australia. Uh, you know, six percent for people who own more than more than two hundred fifty thousand rupees. So, you know, poor management, mismanagement of our economy, mismanagement of our COVID pandemic, using the ethnic lines to come into power and stay into power, uh, has destroyed this country.
0: The food crisis was also aggravated by the government's ban on the use of chemical fertilizers and farming. Sri Lankan president Gotabaya Rajapaksa promised in his 2019 election campaign to make the agriculture sector 100% organic over a period of 10 years. But in April 2021, the government banned chemical fertilizers overnight without preparing farmers, prompting a surge in food prices and worries about shortages. With
1: well, the whole organic farming and the, you know, uh, practically overnight saying we need to switch to organic farming and stopping the import of fertilizers was something that once again showed that there was no uh, reliance on expertise. They didn't exactly get expert advice. There was no long-term planning as to how do we ease people into this. If we overnight stop uh, importing fertilizers, how is that going to affect farmers the next harvest?
0: By November, 2021, with tea production falling, the government partially lifted its fertilizer ban on key export crops, including tea, rubber, and coconut. Later, after seeing the deteriorating condition of farmers, it suspended the policy for several other key crops. But by then, the damage was done.
3: This year, the harvest has been around 20% of uh, what you'd normally get. And the farmers were protesting for many days, many months, uh, demanding for fertilizer to be given to them and the uh, president was adamant that he will be able to successfully uh, go ahead uh, with it. And then we even imported a, a, a organic fertiliser shipment from China that was not suitable for... Uh, that, that it was unhealthy, that it was not good uh, fertiliser. And we had to... Uh, our, ba- our people's bank, our main bank was blacklisted by the Chinese uh, because they refused to make the payment uh, for uh, fertiliser ship that was not... Uh, that was below standard.
0: Sri Lanka's economic crisis is developing rapidly. At least two people have died in the country, while waiting in long queues for fuel. Economic mismanagement by successive governments has resulted in rising prices and high debt. It's a double whammy, and ordinary people are bearing the brunt. Their anger is directed at the nation's all-powerful Rajapaksa family.
3: All Sri Lankans have joined hands in demanding that President Gotabe Rajapaksa should resign immediately. Uh, And in return, the president uh, gave a um, a consolation prize of uh, getting the cabinet of ministers to resign. Uh, Not even the prime minister has resigned so far. As we speak right now, the prime minister hasn't resigned.
0: The Rajapaksa family hails from Hambantota district in the south. President Gotabaya Rajapaksa and his brothers, Chamal Rajapaksa, Prime Minister Mahinda Rajapaksa and Basil Rajapaksa are third generation politicians. While the fourth generation is represented by Mahinda and Chamal's sons, Namal, Yosita and Shashindra. The family has held sway over the nation's politics for decades. Gotabaya played a crucial role in crushing the Tamil Tiger separatist rebels and bringing an end to Sri Lanka's long-running civil war in 2009. At the time, Gotabaya was serving as the country's defense secretary under his brother, ex-president Mahinda Rajapaksa. Though Mahinda Rajapaksa was defeated in the 2015 presidential elections, he returned to power as the nation's prime minister in 2019, whereas his brother Gotabaya was elected as the president. For the first time in Sri Lankan history, two siblings were holding the top political positions. But, for how long? On the 5th of April, the ruling coalition lost its majority in the 225-member parliament after at least 41 lawmakers walked out of the alliance amid growing unrest. The Rajapaksa brothers have been accused of using all sorts of authoritarian measures to hang on to power.
1: When they came back to power their main election platform was all about uh it was it was racist it was anti-minority anti-muslim um and focused on national sovereignty which is why when the, the debt problem became serious they refused to go to the imf uh, so in that sense the political crisis and the economic crisis they converge at a point
0: China accounts for nearly 10% of Sri Lanka's total foreign debt in the form of concessionary loans, though additional commercial loans through Chinese state banks have also been procured by Sri Lanka. But how did this come about? At the tail-end of the civil war, Sri Lanka faced international isolation. The then-president Mahinda Rajapaksa was desperately in need of a strong ally. He turned to Beijing, and money started flowing in. Sri Lanka has drawn billions in investment under China's Belt and Road initiative. The program was launched in 2013 to build ports, roads, railways, pipelines and other infrastructure across Asia. But here's the catch.
1: It's not just the Hambandot port. Those are all vanity projects for which we spent a lot of money. There's a huge conference center somewhere in the middle of Norway in Hambandot, then again a a stadium. And if you see, all of these projects are in the home district of the, the family the right parts of family, so therefore, it, in a way, it is all about family business.
0: The country has fallen into the Chinese death trap. China has taken over at least one strategic port when Sri Lanka failed to service its debt. The Hambantota port was leased to Beijing in a 99-year debt-for-equity swap in 2017, after the country failed to pay off the debt.
3: But even in terms of investment, uh, the government uh, invested in the wrong projects. Uh, the government ended up uh, building a harbour, airport, and highway and a convention centre in the southern district of Hambantota, which was the hometown of the then-president, who is the current Prime Minister. And there are many allegations that uh, even when the highway was constructed, uh, that uh, per kilometre, uh, the prices that were paid uh, to the Chinese companies were far more than the actual market rate at the time. And these, these vanity projects that did not uh, help our economy uh, have ended up costing us, uh, you know, la- large payments in interest only. And I think uh, Sri Lanka should not lean towards one country. We should bear an advantage and we should be able to work with con- all countries. Uh, we should be able to work with countries that are uh, from the far east to the far west and the far north. You know, we should be able to work with every single country. Uh, but however you know we have uh, relied uh, heavily on uh, a single country or two so that uh, that aspect needs to change
0: Indian Ocean Island nation, home to 22 million people, has been reeling under the impact of a severe economic downturn for over a month now. Let's look at the other sectors that have been adversely affected due to this turmoil. Doctors have been protesting across the country, asking the government to declare a health emergency amid shortages of drugs.
2: One month ago, when the inflation came in the country, the government has increased the prices for the pharmaceuticals by 30%. So that has uh, caused a severe burden on the people.
1: Basic instruments like catheters and um, uh, to do sutures, they don't have that. That is basic stuff. So we're running out of that. So in a sense, the socioeconomic crisis, it's extremely serious. People are suffering a lot. And yet somehow the government seems to be deaf to the message and uh, so out of tune with reality.
0: Children too are bearing the brunt of the apathy. Schools were forced to cancel exams for millions of students in the Western province. The reason? The country ran out of printing paper. Shocking, isn't it? <laughs> Sri Lankans are shouting, go home, Gota, as they take to the streets. On the 6th of April, Sri Lanka's rupee also plunged to a record low to become the world's worst performing currency. Adding to the country's woes is the ongoing Ukraine-Russia war. Official figures show about 5,000 Ukrainians and 15,000 Russians visited the tropical island nation in February, the month the conflict began. But the war has left thousands of foreign travelers from the two countries stranded on the island nation. Sri Lanka's tourism sector relies on these two European countries and it will once again take some beating. Additionally, the tea sector is also braced for a fallout, with both tea production and exports taking a hit. In a major food aid, India, the world's biggest rice exporter, has started supplying rice to Sri Lanka. It has also extended a $1 billion credit facility to its neighbor. The credit line will help Colombo mitigate damages caused by the unprecedented economic crisis. And also bolster India Sri Lanka ties.
2: The billion dollar one will enable us to get certainly uh, foodstuff, raw material, intermediate materials from India. Uh, it'll last about a month to five to six weeks, I would say. Not more than that. The problem is that there are good items, intermediate items, finished items, raw materials which we can't get from India. We have to get from other sources. So, you just can't uh, uh, access and find the funds, which means that uh, number of enterprises are closing down.
0: Sri Lankan President Kotobaya Rajapaksa recently appointed a new finance minister, Ali Sabri, replacing his brother Basil Rajapaksa. But the minister resigned from the cabinet barely 24 hours after taking charge, causing another inflection point in the crisis. In all this chaos, only one thing is evident. The government says the president will not resign. So how will the country solve this crisis?
3: These protests will continue and they will even, they will get even more and more and more, um, people will get more and more mobilized uh, till the president uh, resigns and uh, by president resigning, we don't mean that uh, we should go for election straight away. The president should resign from his uh, presidency. Then we should have a transitional government in place where all parties get together and then come up with a plan, uh, uh, maybe say one year plan on how we come out of this crisis, how we resolve the issues, what countries could we seek assistance from. So, till the president chairs, uh, you know, any of these interim governments or these transitional governments, the opposition parties will not want to be part of it because the president is the root cause of all of these issues.